Welcome back to Bull on the Street, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Nicholas Coriano. I'm joined with my partner, Dan Wachtel. Good afternoon, Dan. Today we're going to talk about IPOs, initial public offerings. Dan, what's an IPO? An IPO is when a private company trades on the secondary market, which is the NASDAQ or the New York Stock Exchange for the very first time. Exactly. It's basically when a private company is listed on a public stock exchange for the very first time. There's more stock exchanges than just the NASDAQ and the New York Stock Exchange. There's other stock exchanges like Australia has a stock exchange, London Stock Exchange. Um, yeah. You know, there's, there's the Tokyo Stock Exchange. The stock exchange is all over the world. And they're everywhere. They're yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you got the London Stock Exchange. You got the Philadelphia Stock Exchange. You got... Chicago Stock Exchange. You have a stock. You have. Do you have pretty much a stock exchange everywhere? You may just not know it. You have the Boston exchanges. Everywhere has got an exchange. Yeah. Um, Israel Exchange. Yeah, everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> like you said, uh, even even where's Buffett? Uh, they have an Omaha Omaha exchange. You know, so yeah, so that's a, that's what a public uh, an IP initial public offering is the first time. Now, there's a lot of procedural steps in an initial public offering. There's form filings with the SEC. There's um, investors that you have to bring on board, investment banks you have to bring on board, investor relations firms you have to bring on board, the right management. Um, why are some of the reasons somebody would do an initial public offering, Dan? Well. If you're going to do an initial public offering, some of the reasons are prestige. Some of the reasons are that they want want an exit. I mean, if we're going to be real about it, some some people want an exit from their company or some people want to bring in a large amount of money for the company. Or they need to to bring in a large amount of money for the company. Well, you know, they, they, if, if we're talking about like, let's say a Facebook IPO or a LinkedIn IPO or a Google, you know, one of the larger IPOs, they, they did it. Uh, they, they went public because they really had no other choice. And when they went public, so when, when you go, when you go public, you have this, this whole road show you go on you tell everybody about your company even though they know about it you get you know, tell you, investors you tell investors about your company investors, you go to broker dealers you get indication of interest then the brokers go to their clients and they sell it to individual investors and um once that happens they go public whatever that brings in whatever that price is first first straight price whatever that is that's what the company raised. So if they were trying to raise, let's say, a million shares, and they did it at a dollar, they raised a million bucks. After that, it's the investors and the company does not get any more of the money. Exactly. It's in the, they're in the secondary markets now. Um, you know, that's, that's why the investment bankers do it, right? They do it for the big up. If they, they can buy your stock for a dollar private and then make a market for it, and sell it at three dollars, five dollars um, at the IPO. That's that's a windfall for them. And then, of course, the, the investment banks and the brokerage houses 
are going to make money when they trade, right? So when it goes in and out on the floor, the stock exchange, the brokers like Morgan Stanley, Merrill Lynch, Bank of America are going to make money off, this, off of the trade on each one. Um, some of the things I've seen for initial public offerings is, again, you know, some of them are forced to do it because they have too many shareholders, a shareholder count. Some of them want to do it because it's an optimal time. People are throwing money at them and they have a viable business and they can use the cash injection. Um, some of them do it as, again, as Dan said, to get out. It's an exit. It's an exit strategy. Um, so there's a lot of reasons why you do it. Dan, the first thing I found funny that you said the first thing that, uh, was that prestige. Uh, definitely in the in the smaller market, it's definitely it's definitely is a very prestigious thing when done correctly. And I think uh, we've alluded to this in some of our past casts that when you don't do it correctly, you have this fictitious prestige and a large bill for being public because it does cost money uh, to keep running a public company. So if you don't have that, you know, if you don't have the money coming in, you're gonna it's gonna be a hard time staying public. Um, but, sometimes the, like you you alluded to it earlier too sometimes the 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 board of directors they 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 vote to go because they they have because it goes with the with with the exit strategy because they've been with the company for a long time mainly with stock and when you go public in a very liquid market like like one of the you know the, the national stock exchanges when you go public that way um you you get you get a windfall like when they hit that button no one ever is crying yeah, yeah no, absolutely and you said the key word liquidity you said the key word liquidity right so when you hit those that new york stock exchange market that nasdaq market and your investor relations team did a good job and created a market for your stock for investment bankers and broker dealers and um even the secondary investors it's a windfall. It's a windfall for you. You know, um, the better your company is and the, the more profitable it is, the more known it is, the easier it is to have an IPO for sure. If you guys want to learn more, check us out at Servitude. Email us at bullonthestreet at gmail if you want to talk about this podcast. And we'll talk soon, guys.